Shout out Sniper T on the beat. Samra to the break of dawn is on the rise With life on the forefront of the mind So line for line you can ride this brain train And you can change your station without even touching the dial So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit It's a meeting you won't want to miss A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind So sit back, enjoy the ride, time to take off, it's time to fly Cause Tamra till the break of dawn is on the rise Hey, hey, hey y'all, it's me, Tamra. Y'all just, y'all just, y'all just really be showing me love and I appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to the show. To all my new listeners, new episodes drop every Thursday. I usually talk about my life, my interests, and the ways I'm trying to grow. So come on back through, you feel me? And for all my day one, two, 97, 153, whenever you came in and you continue to listen to the show, thank you so much for your continued support. If you're not, you should totally follow me on social media and the link to that is in the episode notes. You should also subscribe to the YouTube channel, get these visuals, you feel me? The link to that is in the episode notes as well. Content usually drops earlier on the YouTube channel. And then as well, if you have a channel, I will subscribe back. So y'all, I know you can hear it in my voice. I thought it was allergies, but sadly, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Sadly, it is I am sick. You know what I'm saying? And so this is going to be a shorter episode, but I'm here. You know, y'all going to get this content. Um, It's kind of crazy because I actually really this episode, I really want to like encourage you all. And I want to encourage y'all by sharing kind of what I've been learning in the last, really the last several days, but we'll just say the last week or whatever, since the last time y'all heard me or whatever, it has been a really interesting time. And so this episode, I guess you could say it could be weekly wisdom, the entire episode, we'll kind of see what happens. I'm not going to really stick to the normal format, but do I always, you know what I'm saying? But it's definitely going to be a shorter episode, like for real, for real. And so, okay, last Friday was picking my kids up from work and started having some car issues. No, no, nigga. We can't. No. Yes, we definitely did have some car issues. And no, we can't have that because we already only have one vehicle, which is becoming interesting as I get more clientele and try to figure out where to plug people in. But it's like we can't go down to no vehicles because My kids probably could get back and forth to work if need be because they could Uber or whatever and like go there, be able to be there for however long, maybe get a ride home from a coworker or something. I don't know. But I go to people's homes and meet with them for my subcontracting work. You can technically, if needed, have a virtual appointment, but I only do that when it's weather related or if someone's sick and they want to meet, but they just don't want to be around me sick or whatever. That's the only time I do that. If I'm sick and it's sick to the point that I don't want to come meet with you, that means I'm not meeting with you at all. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll wear a mask if I'm going to be around somebody. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. We can't be without a car. And so I was in the middle of picking them up, 
stuff just started. I don't even know what the heck was going on. So my quick solution was to just slow down and drive slow just so that I could get my kids home from work. And then I called the person who owns the subcontracting company that I do. I don't know why I never want to say my boss. I don't know why. And I think it's because this isn't like the traditional like work. Like I'm extremely independent. I get all my subcontracting work through him. But like, we don't, I barely even see him. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I don't know if technically that is my boss, but I just, for whatever reason, never want to say boss because it's not like the traditional nine to five work situation that I've had or even part-time or whatever. It's just a different type of situation or whatever. But in anyways, the whole point is I text him. I didn't even know if this was a thing, but I figured I'd start with asking him because, you know, he understands that we have to go meet with the client. So I was just like, hey, do you happen to have an extra vehicle that I could use tomorrow so that I could go see my clients? So that was Friday. He brought me a vehicle Saturday. And then at the time of this recording, it's currently Wednesday and I'm just now about to give him the vehicle back. Now, the interesting thing about this process is that so at the time, I didn't even have a mechanic that's close to us. We have one that we've always gone to and he's actually really close to my mom's house. But that's a 30 minute drive. And I was not about to drive that car it's without it's out of the range, I mean, of like the tow limit or whatever. So then we would have had to pay extra money on top of that. That's all without even really knowing what's wrong with the car and not knowing how much that's going to cost. So I reached out to people in my church to try to see if someone could recommend a mechanic that's closer, because I figure if it comes from someone as a recommendation, then it should be fine. You know what I mean? And if it's closer, I'm okay with slowly with my hazard lights on driving. It was, I think, like 10 minutes away or whatever versus driving 30 minutes, you know, and 30 minutes is only if you take the interstate, which I wouldn't have taken. So then that means it's going to take even longer because I'm going to have to drive slow and I'm going to have to take city streets. Right. And so it's this whole process where first I had to humble myself to ask, Hey, do you have a vehicle that I could use? Then it's like, okay, well, we don't, he, cause he was like, well, have you figured out whatever with the car? And I was like, I haven't found a mechanic yet. Um, blah, 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 blah. So then I think this was like Sunday. I still had the car. Um, so then Monday still had it. Finally found a mechanic, was able to get it in Tuesday. So then Tuesday, when they looked at the car, they were like, this is what's wrong with it. This is how much it'll be. Here are other concerns, like nothing that we were surprised by with the other concerns, but the other concerns are not anything that would hinder us from being able to drive the car. You know what I'm saying now? Like we could get that fixed in a couple of weeks or whatever and be perfectly fine. And so what's wrong with the car was below the budget and all that. Cool, cool, cool. So then it was like, okay, well, we can't have your car ready until tomorrow because we have to have whoever come do whatever whoop you whoop okay so that was yesterday so again like I said today's Wednesday and we've had this car since Saturday and what I learned throughout this process that I struggle with that I want to encourage you all with is it is okay to exist and take up space 
and it is okay to need things. And, and I, to be honest, I don't know if it's an inconvenience for me to have this vehicle because they've never, like, he's never said that. I asked if I could, once I realized like when the car would be ready, because I was actually, we were scheduled to give it back to him yesterday. And my thing was like, well, if you need the car back, like it's your car, I'm going to give it back to you. Ideally, I'd love to go visit my clients in person, but if I can't, then I'll meet them virtually because at least that option is there. You know what I mean? Thank God I didn't have to do that just because it's not as productive of a meeting when you meet with people virtually. They're usually not engaged as they are face-to-face, especially with teenagers, I've noticed. And so... Thankfully, I didn't have to, but I just had that mindset like, hey, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It just be like that. But then when I had to ask him, okay, because we were we were scheduling like, okay, you're going to come get the car Tuesday, whatever. Then when I had to ask him, like, is it possible that you could just come get the car tomorrow? Because I heard back from the mechanic and the car will be ready tomorrow. I really had some anxiety thinking about asking that, like, I really, really, really do not like to ask people for help. I really, really, really do not want to feel like an inconvenience to anyone. And it's interesting because I was talking to Kayliana about it. Cause I was, and I don't even know his wife. I've never met her. And I'm like, I don't know if this is her car or I don't know anything. And I'm like, kind of talking through that more like to myself, but she just happens to be standing there And Kayliana, it's so dope that she thinks differently than me and views things differently than me because we're able, like, my other two kids kind of think and act more like me, and she doesn't. And I love that, especially the older she gets and the more we start developing our mother-daughter relationship as you're an adult now. I love that because she's able to offer me a different perspective oftentimes that's almost a little bit more logical where I can be more emotion led if I'm not intentional about like not being led by my emotions. So I have to be very intentional about that. And she's just a very logical person and rarely led by her emotions. You know what I mean? And so she was just like, I don't even remember what I said, but she was just like, I don't think you should look at it like that. I think you should look at it like if they're letting you use this car, then you don't need to worry about Um, I think I was worried about like maybe I think his wife being mad or something like that. I don't know, because it was like they were supposed to come get the car actually Sunday because I had only asked to use it for Saturday because I was just like, I didn't want to ask for too much or I didn't even really know what was going on with the car at that point. And then what happened is I went to church and I actually forgot I had this car and thought I had Kaylee on this car and was just doing my thing like normal and went to this creative team leadership meeting. And then I remembered that I had like, well, I can't even say I remembered. Then also my phone is always on do not disturb at church. It's a focus that I just have set up when I go to church. So they were like, not they, he was like texting, calling because the day before I had said, yeah, I get home or church gets out at 1230 and anytime after one, I'll be home. And so then he just showed up because what I said, and then that wasn't the case. So then I, like, I felt horrible because it's like, it's not like he lives near me. So they drove all the way over there, probably with their kids in the car and stuff. 
And then I wasn't there. And then I don't know his wife and just, you know, I don't know. But what I've learned through all of this really is though it's okay though. It's okay for me to ask and to need you to help me. You know what I'm saying? Or not need you to help me, but it's okay for me to ask for help. And like, it's okay for me to accept help. And it's okay that I don't know if this was an inconvenience to them or not, like I said, but if it was and they chose to go along with it because they, you know, made the choice. I know he talked to his wife before whatever. I know he didn't just make a decision and, you know, because that's not how he is from based on what I've seen or whatever. And so if it was an inconvenience and they chose to allow it to be an inconvenience, that is okay because that is not my responsibility, but it's okay for me to take up space. You know what I mean? It's okay for me to need someone to help me. It's okay for me to, um, I wouldn't say this is that scenario, but just in general advocate for myself for like what I need and what's best for me. And I don't always have to feel like I need to accept less than because I don't want to, I don't want to do too much or I don't want to, it's okay for me to exist. You know what I'm saying? And so that is my encouragement to y'all. And this may sound like this minor thing, like having to ask someone to help let me borrow their car, but yes, I don't even know if y'all pay attention. Like, no, I do not like asking people for help literally at all. Mind you, I will help anyone if I can. Right. So I will help people. I like to be the helper, but I don't like to be the helpy. I don't even know if that's a word, but I don't like to ask people for help. Like it it is a struggle. And if I ask you for help, that means I trust you in some level that you've shown me some sort of characteristic of like being a caring person to where not even that you may do it because you might not be able to do it, but more so that you're not going to like belittle me because I'm coming to you for help or I don't know. I can't explain it, but I do not like asking for help. I really don't. I somewhere along the line learned to be self-sufficient, but on the downside of that, because in some ways it is good to be self-sufficient on the downside of that, it makes it hard for me to ask people for help. And there are times that I actually do need help. Like I told y'all how we're rebuilding or whatever and like getting furniture and having to like start all over or whatever. And there was a situation where Janae, so far now, Janae and Kayliana have like actual regular beds, you know what I mean? But with Janae, there was a situation where she was offered mattresses by her cousin. And all I had to do was find somebody with a truck to go pick it up. Now I go to a church where there's tons of people. And usually like every church that I've been a part of, usually people like will help if you ask for help or whatever. Like literally this church, I've been at this church almost 10 years and every time we've moved, mind you, for whatever reason, every couple of years, it seems like we've moved, which is actually kind of wild. So we've definitely moved one. So one, two, three. This is probably our fourth. Well, fifth place, but whatever that we've been in since I've been at this church, right? And so every time we've moved, 
a group of people from the church have helped, you know, but for whatever reason, I didn't feel like asking if someone had a truck to like move the mattress or whatever. And it took me a while because I like to try to just figure out how to do things on my own. So I don't have to ask people, but it is okay for me to exist, right? It is okay for me to ask someone to help me. It is okay for me to be someone that needs someone to do something for me. It is okay for people to go out of their way for me if that's what they choose to do. And it is okay for me to not always feel like I have to offer something. It's really funny because the people that helped um, bring Janae's mattress, now I know one of them really well because he's been there the whole time that I go to the, I've gone to this church or whatever. I won't say like really well, but I've known him well enough. Like we've built pretty decent rapport or whatever. The other one I really, I knew who he was because I know his wife, but I didn't, I don't know if I've ever talked to him before that actually. And so we're in this group chat planning things or whatever and I was like, yeah, we have gas money. You know what I'm saying? Because you you want to offer people something. And it was so funny because he was like, I will not be accepting any money from you. And I don't know the way he shut me down. I just had to laugh because it was just so like, like I didn't even try to push back. And I just felt I felt put in my place, actually, almost like, how dare you offer me money? It was just all I did was laugh. I laughed when I tell you I laughed so hard when I read that. But the whole point is, it's OK. Like, what if I didn't have the gas money to offer? It's OK to tell someone, hey, can you please just help me? Like, that is OK. And that is what I am having to learn and learn that I am worthy of receiving the things that I need, but also some of the things that I feel that I want that maybe aren't a need. I got this really, 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 really dope abstract art canvas, right? And I got to watch the artist paint it at our women's night a week ago Monday, right? And there were two other people up there, two other artists painting other canvases and stuff like that. And those were dope as well. But I am such a fan of abstract art. And for whatever reason, from the moment this woman started throughout the entire process, I was just mesmerized and I was just watching her create. And it was just so dope. I'm such a fan of the creative process. And so I'm watching it. But also the whole time I was just like, I really want that painting. So I'm like, it's a women's thing that was at my church. So I'm like talking to the Lord should be like worshiping. There's like worship music and all this stuff going on. And I'm like watching her paint and then trying to like refocus. But the whole time I'm like, God, I really want this painting. Like, I don't even know if it's a thing because I didn't know what they were going to do with the art after they did it. But I'm just like, I really want that painting. Long story short, I went up to her. Now, I barely know her. I've like talked to her in passing here and there, maybe smiled at her. She's a super sweet. She's an adult, but she's like 20 or something like that. So she could be my child. So she's a super sweet girl, but I don't know her. And art is really expensive, y'all. Like me going to this art center that I go to and I look at the prices of the art, it just shows me the value of when you create something, like how valuable it is. 
and art is not cheap. You know what I'm saying? And so this canvas is big. Like if you're watching the canvases behind me on my wall, the this canvas that I got is way bigger than those. And I got it for free, y'all. Like it just, it blows my mind that she just gave it to me. But the whole point is, did I need that painting? Mm, not necessarily, you know what I mean? But did I really, really want it? Yes. And that's okay. Like it was okay for me. Now, mind you, I did ask her if I could buy it from her because again, I don't really know her. I know art is not cheap and I just watched you put your heart and soul into creating this and it's so dope. Not only is it abstract art, y'all, but it's also, uh, what is it called? Um, textured art. So like when you look at it, you can see that like some of the paint is raised and you can touch it. I am such a fan of that as well. So it's just everything that I'm a fan of the creative process, abstract art, textured art, all of those things are a part of this canvas, but it's so dope because I went up to her and I really felt like the Lord said, you can have it. All you have to do is just ask for it. And that's the thing with the season that I am in is learning to ask for what I want and know that it's okay to ask for what I want. And so I heard that I went up to her when the whole night was over and I didn't ask her if I could have it because it just felt awkward to be like, Hey, can I have that? Because I know art is not cheap. So I asked her if I could buy it from her. And then she was like, she said, yeah. And then I was like, well, how much? And she was like, well, if you want it, you can just have it. And I almost started crying y'all, because I had literally been spending that entire night asking the Lord for this painting that I really wanted the cover art of this episode. I'm going to make the cover art of this episode, this painting. So the painting, I hope the picture that I take does it justice because I feel like every picture that I take does not do it justice. And maybe it's just because it's what it means to me. Also, the meaning when she explained the meaning behind like the painting or whatever, I really resonated with that. And so it's sitting it's at first I was going to put it on the wall behind me so that everybody else can see. But the thing about the art on the wall behind me is that the only time I actually see it is when I'm recording or if I'm on a video call. Now, I don't mean I don't see it like when I'm walking into my office but once I sit down at my desk and I'm looking at my computer and working and all that, I don't look behind me. So I actually put it on a different wall for me to see. And it's a wall that I stare at often when I'm whatever. And it's also a wall that when I walk into my room, you can kind of see it right away just because where it's situated. And also if I'm in my bathroom, I can see it. It's just like the perfect wall for it. But mainly it's a wall that when I'm sitting here and sometimes I'm, this is where I sit even to like have my quiet time and journal and be in my word and all that stuff. And I look at this wall a lot and it's just this uh, I'm going to try not to get emotional, but it's just like this beautiful reminder of this very intimate and very just delicate and just special moment I had with the Lord where it, it's not a need. I didn't need this art, you know what I'm saying? But I wanted it and he made it happen. Do I always get what I want? No, because listen, <laughs> I don't always get what I want. But this, I feel like 
even though it was a want, it also was a need because what I got out of that experience was feeling seen, feeling heard and feeling cherished by God. And I actually did need that. You know what I'm saying? But back to what I was saying earlier, it is okay for you to exist. It is okay for you to ask for what you need. It is okay for you to advocate for yourself or allow others to advocate for you if you don't know how. It is okay for you to take up space. It is okay for if you cause people to be slightly inconvenienced, not you're doing it on purpose to be raggedy, but I'm just saying if if them doing something is going to inconvenience them, but they're willing to do it, that is okay. Accept that. Why? Because you are worthy. You are valuable. You you have purpose. You you're here for a reason. You're you're you matter. Basically, you matter. So that is my encouragement to y'all, because that's actually what I'm learning just a lot in this last week and few days, week and a half or whatever. So that is all I got for y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you are also, as I always say, take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Be healthy in your relationships. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition, another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Tim.